Welcome to the Wicked Wealthy Woman podcast. I'm Gina Marie, and I am your holistic success coach, here to help you heal, not hustle your way to success. I'm gonna show you how to discover and unleash the wicked wealthy woman you are inside. You'll be able to dream big, believe big, and become big as we heal, feel, and unleash the wicked wealthy woman you are. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back. I'm beyond grateful. You keep coming back week after week. Want to know why I'm so excited about today's show? Because this message is for everyone. Every woman listening, men too, there's so much chase going on in the world, chasing the external achievements to fulfill us, yet we achieve them and we're still here feeling unfulfilled and overwhelmed. Stacey's message is impactful, meaningful, and needed for you and everyone you know. Buckle up because Stacey is about to drop some key nuggets to releasing the chase and stepping into calm, peace, and ease while still achieving. I'm so excited to introduce to you Stacey McFarland. Stacey is the true embodiment of the power of calm. As a mindset coach and business owner, she helps women and their teams tap into their souls and create success from a place of ease, peace, and compassion. Stacy was awarded by the local Chamber of Commerce Business Person of the Year Award. This award was given to her in 2020 during the uncertain times of the pandemic shutdown. She has been praised for her ability to maintain an upbeat and positive attitude while pivoting her business in a new direction that not only helped her business survive, it thrived. Stacy is a sought-after mindset coach for leaders and their teams. Her clients have next-level results in their business and personal lives, achieving it all while stressing less. I know all of this because I've personally been coached by Stacy, and she is a friend and an amazing colleague. Stace, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. It's like hanging out with my very best friend, right? Oh, I love you. Mm. I love you. Thank you for being here. You know what? I want to dive right in because you have some amazingness to share. And I know that from the bottom of my heart because I've experienced you both as a friend and a colleague and see your your power in this space and experience it because you've coached me as well. And so but I'd like to go back a little bit and tell us a little bit backstory about you and where you started in your entrepreneurial journey. Well, actually, I became an entrepreneur at the age of 23 years old. Mm. I opened my very first, I was a hairstylist for over 30 years, and I opened my very first salon at the age of 23. It's so interesting because I had this burning desire inside of myself to do big things. But then I also had this interesting voice inside of my head offering me all the reasons why I shouldn't do it and why and how I wouldn't be able to do it. So yes, fast forward to where I am now. I have been an entrepreneur my entire adult life from Mm -hmm. one business to another, which finally landed me in the coaching industry. I -hmm. feel like my years as a stylist was like my coaching and training, right? Yeah. your hair stylist knows it all. Share <laughs> yeah. all the goodness, all the goodness with her. But that is where my heart is to help people on their journey through their own life. So I am thrilled to be here. And I I need to say 
I have coached you and you have coached me. What a gift. What a gift, right? To have someone in this work right in our pocket at all Mm. times. So thank you for all Mm. of your wisdom and how you show up as an amazing, not only friend, but coach to me. So thank Mm. you, Gina. You're welcome. And you know, I, I feel called to share here is that, you know, this is a beautiful display and show of like, literally I have tears in my eyes because, you know, there's so much divide in the world on so many levels. And there's still so much, even between women, the competition and the stomping on to get, you know, further because they feel like, you know, this cold heart towards women in competition that, they're afraid to open their heart because they might get stomped on. And so there's so much competition over community and collaboration and working together. And I think this is a beautiful space to be able to share that we do something so very similar, even in our verbiage, when we're talking to each other and coaching others. And it's so similar Yet there is no competition ever felt between either of us. No, it's, it goes back to that whole concept of we rise together. Yeah. We rise together, right? And women, we're about to take over the world. We need mm-hmm. to join forces. We need to support each other. And it's interesting because I've never really thought about how, I've thought a lot about how similar our businesses are, but never thought about the fact that there's no competition, Mm. right? And I love how we're both coaches and we both coach each other, which just supports the fact you always need someone to help you see the unseen. And we have done that for each other so many times, right? So many times. Yeah. Yeah. And so to go a little deeper there, it's that, you know, owning my own networking company now is to drive home the passion behind we don't need the divide and to be in a group where there's only one network, you know, there's only one network marketer, there's only one realtor, there's only one coach, because even with our messages being so close and so similar, we're both unique in our own way and our strengths and what we have to offer and the way that we connect and the way that we show up. And so, and there's more than enough of every client and in every industry to go around. I love that message. Yeah. Love that message. And we can learn so much from each other, right? Yeah. 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 And I have from you. And so, and that is why I'm so excited to have you here for people to really hear your message, right? Because your message is, you know, unique in its own way that you are so focused on success and driven from back when you were 23, starting your first salon, which is so empowering. I love for, because I have younger listeners as well to hear that, you know, and wait, I want to point this out, how you not not only did you do that at 23, right? And you've been super, super successful. And we'll talk about that and the stress that it created for you and how you've gotten to where you are now. But also I want to share how amazing you are in the fact that it came full circle by what you offered to, is it Deanna? Yes. And go ahead and tell us that story, what you provided for her. Yes. And, you know, that is why my heart was so big to help her. I owned a salon spa in 
boutique before I got into my coaching full-time. So that's what Gina's referring to. And I had Deanna worked in the boutique with me. She just turned 21, but she purchased the boutique from me when I stepped away from that and fully into my coaching business. And she just turned 21. So you're right. You're right. Like I must have saw a lot of myself in her and she's doing amazing. She's very capable and she's doing a fabulous job, but I was determined to get that done. So thank you for, yeah. Thank you for connecting the dots for me on that one. Yeah. It's full circle and it's beautiful. And so I want to go back to the transition, right. Of not exactly just from your own, you know, being a hairstylist to owning the salon and the boutique and into coaching, but let's go back to when you were in the thick of owning the salon, you're a hairstylist. And what was it that you experienced that I love the way you describe it as white knuckling or the zipping up the, what you, you said, I don't want to mess it up. Zipping myself up in a shell of perfection. Yeah. And it looked like on the outside, everything was rainbows and unicorns, right? Exactly. So tell us about what was really going on. I I love this. And now I say I zipped up my dark moments, Mm. my dark moments. So what you saw on the outside was someone who had it all together, right? Who was living a dream life. Marriage was wonderful, supportive, loving husband, successful business. I mean, the salon was actually booked four weeks out. That's huge in that Mm. industry. The boutique was full of beautiful things, people coming and going. I was traveling, shopping, buying all the goodies. The inside was very different. Mm. I was full of fear. I had a ton of pressure on myself for this business to be successful. I watched the numbers in my business every hour. And Mm. if anybody owns a business that is listening, it is not a smooth trajectory. It is up and down like a heartbeat. You ride the waves of life and you ride the waves in your business. The problem with checking my numbers every hour is that my self-worth and my mood rose and fell with those numbers. It was exhausting. Mm. What I have found out through my own coaching and my own discovery and why I am in this work right now is my, you know, myself, why I'm helping others on their journey is that what I was truly searching for in my success was a feeling. I wasn't really after the success. I was after the feeling I thought the success would give me. Mm. One of those, the big feeling that I realized that I have been searching for since I was a little girl when my parents divorced was the feeling of being safe Mm. and secure, Mm. right? Yeah. I lost that feeling at that moment. No blame, shame, or judgment on anyone for getting divorced. I'm divorced. I get it. But as a small child, I felt that feeling and I never could find a way to get out of that feeling. Mm. So I started overachieving. I thought if my business is successful, I will have financial stability. I will finally feel safe and secure. If Mm. my business is successful, then I will finally feel like I'm smart enough, like I am enough from all of the labels that I had put on myself from my life experiences as a child. Mm -hmm. Growing up in a house with five children, I was the only one that did not go to college. 
I was the only one, right? So I had put this label on myself that I wasn't smart enough. Mm. So interesting, right? Yeah. And created all of that, that chasing that we're talking about, that external chasing of what you thought would fulfill you was the external success, which you didn't realize once you achieved it, we're still empty. We're still feeling that feeling of emptiness. And therefore you just, you know, as soon as you, I'm sure so many can relate to this. They check off that goal that was set out to achieve. They get there. They feel the excitement for a minute, like literally a minute, maybe even a second nowadays. And then they're like, I'm empty again. Oh, it's because I need to go achieve something else. What's next? 100%. 100%. And what was happening is I was chasing one after the other. So it was a very go, go, go mentality, right? I was adding to my pressure and my overwhelm Mm. because you're still chasing the feeling. You're right. Because the feeling doesn't come from external circumstances. Yeah. It comes from inside. Mm. Beautiful. And you know what is, you know, mind blowing to me that this still isn't widely known and or accepted it is so driven here in our country to go get the biggest house go get the nicest car go get the best phone go get the go to college so you can get good grades so you can get a great job so that you can then get a great job and get paid well and go to work and be stressed and miserable and go climb up the ladder and come home and and make the dinner and watch tv and go to bed and wake up and fucking do it all over again and we're still empty doing what society has taught us that is the right thing or the norm. I love that. And I felt that as you were saying that my body was actually physically feeling it, right? So to to the listeners right now, if it feels like I should be happy, I should be happy, that is a sign that you are chasing external happiness. Mm. That you're putting your happiness, your contentment contingent on an achievement Mm. that is getting in the way of so many people, women, especially they're Mm. looking at themselves and going, why am I unhappy? I have it all. You Mm. have it all based on what society has told us that we should be doing. Mm. Do you have what you want? Mm. Do you have what you want? Right. And two things come up for me when you're saying this is that one we have everything we need, right? Like this is, you know, this is in our world, this is in our industry, we know it, we understand it. And that, you know, manifesting is all about really not about the physical thing, not about the car. It's about what is the emotion that you receive behind getting the new car, getting in it, right? And so whatever that is, it's, it's excitement, it's pride, all those things. We already have that internally. So it's all about tapping into that, right? So that's the first thing. And then the second thing that comes up for me when you're saying what you're saying is that we are so deeply connected to, what's the word? I'm totally losing it. Conditional happiness. That when I have the new car or that when I have the numbers in my business, then I'll be happy. I have goosebumps. Like really hear this people that there is so much conditional happiness going on. You're not wrong or bad. It's what we were conditioned and programmed and raised to believe and understand that that is the way. But Stace is here to tell you. So here, let's bring it back. When you 
were in all of this chasing the external, right? The conditional happiness. What was your, what was your fine line? What was the defining line for you? That was like, what, you know, where was it where the light bulb went off or clicked for you? I was exhausting myself and I felt like I was moving as hard and fast as I possibly could, but I still could not feel the feeling that I was chasing. I became actually hopeless in those moments because I was desperate. I was full of anxiety. I was doing everything I physically and mentally thought was possible to feel that feeling. When you get to that point, when you're exhausted, you've used all your resources, you have put everything you have into feeling that feeling and you're still not feeling it, other thoughts start to happen. Mm. You think, I'm never going to feel it. And I certainly don't want to feel like this forever. I can't feel like this forever. I'm holding on by a thread. And you said white knuckling. I That's exactly how I felt. I felt like I was literally white knuckling, like hanging off of a cliff, hanging off of a cliff, like something needs to shift or change because I physically, mentally, and emotionally could not continue. And it's all because of what was happening inside of me. From the outside, like I said, everything looked perfect. So I was achieving. I was doing all of those things. I just wasn't feeling the feeling that I was chasing. Mm. Am I making sense when I say that? Okay. I just Mm -hmm. wanted to make sure because I'm like, what I was craving and what I was really chasing, like I said, was enoughness and safety and security. Mm. I'm all about goals. I love working with people with goals. You're amazing at that. You really helped me with that. Mm -hmm. I love that. I have a very entrepreneur brain about myself. I love it. Mm -hmm. But when you are achieving to feel a feeling inside of yourself, that's very empty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when you work on your inner self. And here's what you said in the be- in earlier in this podcast, and I loved it. It's because we are so focused on conditional or contingent happiness, right? Mm-hmm. We can't feel successful until we get the promotion. We can't feel, or we will only feel happy after this happens, safe after this happens, right? That it really is such a foreign concept to people. When I tell people you can choose how you want to feel, Mm. right? And tap back into yourself because that's where it is. If you're craving it on the outside, you have a connection to it already. Mm. We just need to connect back into ourselves. It seems way too easy. It seems, and it's not easy. It's a process to slow down the external and tap into the internal. It's just a concept that I think just blows people's minds. But when you try it, right? And you know, you do this work. I am safe. I am secure. When I'm in my quietest moments, that's when I feel it. When Mm -hmm. I'm connected back to myself. Mm -hmm. Not when my business hits the next tier, right? And our businesses are doing fabulous things right now, Gina. 
Mm-hmm. Right? We are doing great things in this world. Yeah. But that safety, security, love, peace, enoughness is inside of us. Yeah. And what's so mind-blowing, thank you for sharing all of that beautifulness the way that you do. You articulate so beautifully and with such calm peace and ease it is you know and it's also mind-blowing that once one gets this lives it practice it right like it starts with practicing living it and embodying it then the external things happen 100 percent. yeah because then they become a want instead of a need yeah I want, you want to do that because you want to do it. Yeah. Not because white knuckle need. Right. I need it because I need to feel a certain way. Yeah. And when you have, when you want to, that means that tank inside of yourself is already full, right? Mm-hmm. That goal, like if you are achieving something and you already know you're worthy, and you go after the goal to achieve it because you want it, then you overflow. But yeah. when you're empty and you're achieving it because you need it, mm. it is a little drop. It never fills it up. Yeah. So beautiful. So tell us how you transitioned from this state of white knuckling to calm, peace, and ease. Mm. I love this. Well, our friend, right, and our mentor and coach together, Tracy Litt, was a guest on a podcast or on a Zoom call one evening as I was trying <laughs> to learn more ways to grow my boutique business because yeah. I was still very focused on growing this business that I, I knew nothing story. about. Yeah. I did not yeah. know anything about the boutique world. And she said some pretty fascinating things. And the one that she, one thing that she said, and mind you, I was in a dark place. Not many people knew it. Um, Mm -hmm. I was showing up perfect. My husband was one of the people who actually knew how hard I was struggling. Um, But she told me and everyone else that how we think, how we feel, and how we live is a choice. A choice. We could choose it. I was like, what? How? Mm -hmm. How? No. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm not choosing to feel pressure and overwhelm, but I actually was, yeah, I was choosing it. I just didn't know it. So I started, I did something pretty bold. Actually, I hopped on a plane, knew no one, but that's how desperate I was and flew to her retreat and Mm -hmm. sat there in a room full of people I'd never met in my entire life and let her pour into me all of her wisdom And it started to, my heart was very guarded. I'd been through a lot of pain in my life and I felt my heart physically just start to open up and to start receiving some of the things. And then I got the data, right? I had the data like of, wow, I can feel different. I can feel different. And it started like the door started to open almost like someone just like pulls that curtain back a little bit. You get a tiny little peek. She Mm -hmm. is beautiful. And you and I do a lot of meditation, right? We do a lot of meditation, a lot of visualization, and she's beautiful at guiding people. And that was my very first experience. I'll tell you, I was resistant. First Mm -hmm. time she told me to close my eyes. I thought, what is this? This Mm -hmm. is crazy. I have to get to work, right? I got to do something. I can't just 
be. Mm. Right. Totally opposite from how I'd been living my life. And I'll take this over the other any day because I'm actually, my business is thriving and I'm not white knuckling. Mm. I am who I am. I'm not hedging. I know my worth. I love myself unconditionally. I no longer carry this backpack full of rocks that have shame written all over them. So beautiful. And then, and then there it was, right? Like it was, I remember the story going something like, you know, like you're saying that you were there to, you know, just be open to see what happens, but not, no, no part of you was like, oh, I'm going to be a coach. I'm not going here with the intention to become and be a coach. No, not at all. Not at all. And as I continued on my journey, with her. And every time a course would end or something would happen, I would be like, I'm not, I don't want to break up. Like what's next? What's next? <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just kept doing anything she was offering. And one of those things was the certification in her work. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be a coach. Like I just want to, you know, just keep working on myself. Cause I'm like, once you start, once yeah. you crack it open. Right. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. the work is never done. I'm still evolving and up-leveling. It's sometimes I call you and we laugh our heads off together, Gina. And sometimes <laughs> I call you and I'm in a puddle on the floor, right? Like, yep, yep. life is still lifey. I'm still, yeah. you know, things are still happening to me, for yeah. me. They're still yeah. happening for me. Yes, I got certified. I told her I had no idea what I was going to do with it, but I didn't want to break up with her yet. So here I was going to go through this process. And that's when I met you for real, Mm -hmm. like became, we formed this friendship along with, we have a a whole group of us that all over the United States that it has been so powerful. Mm. And yes, I just felt it in my soul, my, you know, my trust and intuition, which I didn't know. I thought I had to think my way through life lives in my body. And it was just screaming for me to do this. So I stepped away from a very successful business into a coaching business full-time. I did work both of them side by side for a while. I feel like I am my most authentic self ever. And I'm in my 50s. I am in my 50s. So to anyone who is out there listening, who's thinking it's too late, it's not. Mm. Follow what you want. Mm. Follow what you want. I love that. And you know, and look at how full circle and beautiful you are is that you're not too young. Because you started when you were young, you supported Deanna in starting when she's very young, and now you're starting something new in your 50s, so you're never too old. So you're never too young, and you're never too old, people. Beautiful. I'm so glad that you pointed those out, that you pulled those little nuggets out. Look at that. You are living proof. I have goosebumps that you are never too young and never too old. This is new marketing for you. I love you. And in your speeches <laughs> or your talks. And, you know, there's a couple of things that I want, I want to piggyback off of you first is I would love this opportunity, this beautiful opportunity to highlight community that um, we can't do this alone, this work, right? Because you, like you said, life is lifey and things come up and and doing it in community is so powerful the support that you receive that with people that are in the human potential arena is mind blowing and pointing out like you said the group that we have we have this group that is the most incredible 
group of women who are in this industry who are similar but so different. And I know that for me, I wouldn't be here where I am doing what I'm doing and who I am without you and that small group. And so I love them, our soul sistership that we have. Very grateful for that. And so when I say it, hear me that I'm being so intentional, that community is so important. Who you surround yourself with is so very important. Are they lifting you up, supporting you, pulling you up to be your highest and best self? Are they pulling you down and toxic and dragging you? And so evaluate that, right? Like community is huge. Yes. And I I think the authentic community of when we started on our journey and we all ended up in the same place from different places around the United States. So we have a conversation happening all the time between us, right? And we're from East Coast to West Coast. We're down South. We're everywhere. So to the person who's thinking, I don't have a community. I live in a place where I can't fit in or I don't can't find my people. Keep on your journey and your people will find you. And you don't have to be next door neighbors with them. That's, you know, we are Gina and I are several miles. We we do go visit each other and spend mm-hmm. the night at each other's house. Yeah. Though. That's fun. Yeah. But I just want people to know that. I hear that a lot. You know, like people are in communities because of jobs or husbands' jobs, and they find themselves like, I don't know where to go. Yeah. Just yeah. go to the things you love and you enjoy, and you will find your people. And you find your people, yeah. And then the other thing I want to touch on is how you were saying that, you know, when when Tracy hit hit on that the way you're thinking and feeling is a choice, right? And so many people are not aware of this concept that so many clients come to me and they think, you know, the external thing made me feel a certain way. And I have goosebumps. We're here to open you up to that nothing externally creates what's happening internally. And when you get that, and when you open up to that, your entire life changes like stasis. And so I want to say is that looking at your beautiful face right now, how radiant it is being in your 50s, having started a whole new, different, completely entire career, entrepreneurship in a new way that I remember seeing pictures that you showed us of you back then, right? And I look at it, I'm like, This is a completely different fucking person. And I say that so intentionally that you looked beautiful and amazing. And all the pictures are like, she has it all, right? Like you're explaining. But this Stacey right now on the call is so you're, you're, you can see and feel the difference in your energy through the picture, through the being. It is so completely different. I feel like I shine from the inside out. Mm. instead of zipping up my dark moments with a shell of perfection. Yes. And I talk to a lot of people about if we imagine a world where we invested as much time, money, and energy in how we felt instead of how we look. When you think about what we invest time, money, and energy, right? I was a hairstylist. I was the one putting Ooh, all the foils. Yes, hear this. Yes. I was the one putting all the foils in the hair, right? You know, lash extensions, Botox. I'm not against any of them, people, right? right? right. No. Look, I'm I'm all I'm here for it. I'm yeah. here for it. The gym, all of those things, right? But what really 
makes you shine and show up as your best self is when you invest on how you feel. Mm. Because when you how when you invest in how you feel, right? This makes me emotional. Mm. When you invest in how you feel and you heal and you show up as your best self, it not only serves you, but you shine different for people around you. It is the absolute best investment for yourself because it drips on your family, right? It shines out into your workspace. It shines out into the community, into the world. You want to change the world? Work on yourself. Yes. Work on yourself. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was so beautiful. I'm not even going to ask you another question. Like that was like mic drop and we're done. I love you. Like seriously, thank you so much for being here. But before I, before I wrap up, I just want to ask you, is there any one last, I mean, it's hard to ask this because that was just, that was really it. It's like, it's about investing in yourself and the way that you feel you know, the, the, the things, you know, the looking, the beautiful, you know, I get my lashes done and I'm very, you know, love my hairdresser, all those things, but it's really truly and deeply about what you're doing internally. But if there's one thing you want everyone to know, what is it? Mm. Well, first of all, that it's okay to be them. I spent a lot of time as a small child, not knowing it was okay to be me. I think that's very powerful. And that success is an inside job. Mm. When you work on yourself internally and how you feel, you attract all of that. Success Mm. is an inside. I love you, woman. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. So alrighty, beautiful woman, tell us how do our listeners connect with you? Grab your pen, people, because you want to write this down, but don't worry if you miss it because it'll be in the show notes. Stace, tell everyone how they connect with you. Well, my website is Soul Studio, S-O-U-L, of course, studio.us. That is my website. My Instagram is on the website. Facebook is on the website. You can find all of the goodness from there. But look for me. Look for me on social. Look for me on LinkedIn. So it's going to be Soul Studio or Stacy Soul Studio, all of the things. I love this. I love you and what you're doing in the world, Gina. I love this. I love you. It's a beautiful conversation. And, you know, it's, it's always easy with you. And I love you so much. And I'm so grateful for you to be here. And I know that this message is so needed because I, you know, you know how you're unique, but you're not special because there's so many people out there who are suffering this white knuckle lifestyle and the zipping up the shell of perfection in the dark moments. And so if this has resonated with you, make sure you share this with someone that needs to hear this message. And, but before we go, my rapid round, I have three questions for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I am a karaoke queen who cannot carry a tune and doesn't care. I need to know what's your favorite song? Thunderstruck by ACDC. Oh, good one. I did do some <laughs> headbanging. I love yes. you. I love you. All right, give us one self-care tip that you use regularly. Mentally, mental self-care. Okay. Whatever, whatever, you know, I love asking this question because you get the broad range, right? We're in this industry. So we're going, we're going deep 
for the mental care, the, you know, those things, but you share what is the one that, that you use regularly that you would love to recommend to someone? It's very simple. It's a, it's slowing down and mm-hmm. listening to how I feel instead of what I'm thinking. I do meditation. I take breathing breaks, but the one that I'm always using is how do I feel? Mm-hmm. How do I feel? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your body doesn't lie the way that I want to feel. Yeah. Yeah. Your body doesn't lie. Right. Like if you're feeling anxious and overwhelmed, you know, something is out of alignment. Yeah. If you're feeling shitty, you're thinking shitty. And if you want to start living in the emotions that in states you want to be in, reach out to Stace or I, because we can help you. We got your back. All right. And the third question is fill in the blank. Are you ready? I'm ready. A wicked, wealthy woman in mind, body, and soul because... I love and honor myself first. Ah, love it. All right, woman, I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to actually have you back. I love you. Love you. Thank you. All righty, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, And if you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star written review. This is the Wicked Wealthy Woman Podcast with me, Gina Marie. Remember, everyone, including you, is a wicked wealthy woman. You just need to unleash her.